It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ every weekday morning from our studio on the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com. Welcome to Daily Thunder. This is Discussion Friday. I'm Nathan Johnson. I'm here with Eric Ludi, and I'm actually excited to talk about today's question. And really the question is, what is the manly response? Now, I know someone's probably going to ask the question like, to what? But really, it's, what's the manly response to anything and everything? That's right. And I think that's it's a very well put together question. We, we worked on this. We're feeling pretty <laughs> good about it. We want everyone to be impressed too. Because technically, the manly response is Jesus. It, it could be that simple. It's like Jesus. And we could be, you know, put some wristbands together uh, and say, what would Jesus do? And it'd be very novel, right? But it's the Jesus response to anything is actually the manly response, which is a fascinating statement just in and of itself. But, you know, I was studying a, a book on uh, ancient warfare. It sounds like something I would uh, study. And it was talking about the Greeks and they had a, a virtue in their ancient culture of something that they called Andrea. And what's interesting is when you hear that word Andrea, you think of a girl's name. Andrea, right? Because that's where it comes from. And you know what Andrea means? Manly. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> what it means. It's sort of odd. And it is a great word. It's this idea of what would the man do? And so it's a, it's a picture of warfare, and it's the hand-to-hand -hand combat. The man who is fearless, who is bold, to be able to engage in battle and not turn and run when it gets difficult. And this is this idea. The ancient Greeks called it Andrea. And what's interesting is this correlates with possibly one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Greek words in the New Testament, in the Koine Greek, and that's andridzomai, and that's what its root is Andrea. And andridzomai is the word that Paul uses when he's speaking to the church at Corinth, which could use a swift kick to the rear end, I'm just going to say it bluntly. I mean, it was not the healthiest church. And he's going to use this word as a, as a commission to them, Andrea. And we translate it as quitchy like men or be manful, be a man, do what men do. And it's interesting because this is the commission to the church of Jesus Christ to do what the man would do. The manly response is sort of wrapped up in that. It's beautiful. I remember uh, we were talking with the staff about this. I don't know, it's been a couple of years, but Dane and Sandy, who are on our staff, brought the fact that one of them was studying the Old Testament and one of the things that people actually know you for is that ancient war cry, yeah. that message where you're walking through the rock kasak, uh -huh. that be strong and courageous, which was the, just that anthem all throughout the Old Testament that, mm -hmm. you know, Moses had, and then it was passed to Joshua and God repeated it. And then it was passed to David. And, mm -hmm. and it was just that war cry that they would enter into a battle and just be like, rock kasak, that mm -hmm. be strong and courageous. And it was interesting when they were looking back and they were looking at the Septuagint or the Greek translation of that whole thing in a rather strange way. Mm -hmm. They were like, did you know that that word actually is that same word? It's that indridzomai, obviously in the Hebrew in the yeah. Old Testament, but when it was translated into Greek, it's that same exact concept, which is such yeah. a great, yeah. I think for us, it was it's a great reminder of that is what we are called to do. I really like just that idea of being manful, especially in a generation where manfulness is completely lost. If there's one thing that's been under siege, it's this manly response. Because a man is designed to do something very specific in a time of crisis. 
And instinctively, we know what that is. And I've I'll oftentimes used the illustration of, you know, some bad guy coming to the looty house and going, kink, 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 kink. hey, I want to come in and hurt your family. Well, what's a man supposed to do? Shove my wife in front saying, honey, I'm going to take the kids and we're going to hide <laughs> in the basement. Or do I shove my little daughter in front and say, hey, could you take care of this? You know, daddy and mommy are going to hide in the basement. Every single one of us knows that there is the right thing to do. And what you want to hear Paul say is, endridzomai, which is be a man, Eric, in your home, which means I go to meet and to greet the challenger, that which is attempting to come in and harm that which is entrusted to my care. I rise up as a shepherd would for his sheep. I'm not a hireling. I'm a shepherd, which means I am willing to lay down my life for my sheep. That's the response of the man. That's the response of Jesus. Jesus is going to show himself the good shepherd that lays down his life for his sheep. He's going to do what is manful. He's going to endridzomai. He's going to be strong and of good courage. He is going to do that ancient thing. You called it the anthem of time. It's the manly anthem that is ringing and resounding through the souls of men. And so in a time like this, where you know all the chips are on the table, everything is coming down to it. It's like, where do you stand? We need manfulness right now. What would the man of God do in such an hour? What would Jesus do if he were living inside of this body? Which he is. Amen. So therefore, according to Paul's gospel... <laughs> We have Jesus inside of us, and he wants to be manful in and through us, the saints of God. Could you, could you even flesh that out another level? Uh, you use the, the language of manhood. Uh, you use the language of even a shepherd. Mm -hmm. But really, there's two aspects to this concept of being manful. In other words, someone could be listening to me like, all right, well, that just means, you know, we're to, it's that picture of a warrior, and it's uh -huh. a picture of let's just club everybody. But really, <laughs> there, are, there are two sides to yeah. being a man, or two sides to even being a shepherd. Yeah. That is really important for us to understand Absolutely. this idea of endridzomai. Well, you see Jesus, who is going to be manful at the cross, and yet he's not taking up a big sword and chopping off a head, or is he? He is weakened in one side. He's humble as a lamb unto slaughter, and yet he's crushing the head of the serpent. And what you see is this two-sided... Uh, action that it's harsh towards the powers of hell and it is soft towards the people of this earth. It's like this interesting dynamic of what the shepherd does. The shepherd has a care, has a trust of a sheepfold. And so if the wolves come, he is entrusted with this rod and we'll call this rod his manfulness. And so a, a man is given a greater strength and a greater authority. And as a result, how he handles that defines if he's a man that does that which is good in the, in the eyes of the Lord or a man that does that which is evil in the sight of the Lord. And so what he's supposed to do is use this rod to crack the skulls of the wolves and to comfort his sheep. You know, a rod comforts sheep. Well, when they're walking down a narrow way, what he does is he touches the fluffy backside of the sheep and, and gives them that sense of presence. And I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm watching over you. No, a little to the left. No, a little to the right. He's going to comfort them with that same rod. So he needs to be a nurturer on one side to his sheep, and he needs to be one who is ready to protect on the other side from the wolves. And that's this full package. And a man needs to know when to be soft and when to be strong. If he mixes them up and he starts clubbing his sheep and he starts comforting the wolves, which by the way is the modern church in a nutshell, where we are actually, it's an unsafe place for sheep right now. And yet it's a safe place for the world. The world can come traipsing into the church, stick its muddy boots up on our coffee table in the church and act like it's, they own it. Hey, 
people, this is God's place. This is God's people. We shoo that out so that we can preserve the sheep, so that the integrity of the sheep is preserved. So it's knowing when to be soft and when to be firm. It's a great uh, picture. I always like to use know when to draw the cup of cool water and when to draw the sword. We need to know how to be dexterous in our masculinity, how to be soft and strong, but not mix them up and do them backwards. Have you had some messages years and years ago walking through these differences too, that the men of still versus men of down, yeah. which I think is another great picture. Yep. Uh, and this doesn't just even apply to ministry. This applies really every area of manhood, right? It's, it's spouses, it's yeah. families, it's leadership, it's jobs. Right. In other words, it's, it's every aspect of our, of our existence. And so it's no matter what zone you go into, like you said, our walk with God and how we stand for the truth in this generation, our spouses, our, our children, any, any jurisdiction we're given over people, what is our response to crisis? What is our response to difficulty? What is our, our response to heckling and to uh, slander and to false accusation? Be manful. That, that's what it is. Be Jesus in that, in, because you have the grace of Christ to respond as he would respond in that situation, as opposed to how your natural man would respond, which wouldn't be good. <laughs> it's not good how we naturally respond. It's really good how he responds. That's true. And probably the thing we most need in this generation in this season is men. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think it would just be fun, <clears throat> just as we're closing, just to read that passage, because uh, I love not just the my word, but even just yeah. the words around it. So here's what Paul says. He says, watch that uh, this idea of be guarded and, and be attentive. Gregorio, yeah. yeah, just be, be ready. Stand fast in the faith. Be bold like men, that endridzomai, mm-hmm. and be strong. And let all that you do be done with love. Amen. And it's interesting that even that manfulness yeah. has to be marked by love. Amen. And it's really interesting, too, that idea of strength, that be strong, uh, and not to get geeky uh, in, <laughs> in this podcast, but the word is passive and it actually doesn't mean show your strength. The word actually has this idea in the Greek that you are to receive his strength. That That's what you're to be demonstrating. It's not your ability. It's his mm-hmm. ability in and through you. So watch, stand fast in the faith, be bold like men and be strong. Let all that you do be done with love. Amen. What a great reminder for this Amen. generation. Amen. And by the way, just to piggyback on your geek uh, comment, we had thought about naming this uh, podcast <laughs> because all of this stuff's to, technically on a film set that gets in all this technical equipment. It's called GAC. And so we were thinking it's a pretty cool concept to have the geeks and the GACs uh, because if we gave each of these sort of an individual identity, it's the geeks and the GACs. And I think that's a pretty powerful name too. But I don't know that it fits with our Be Manful. No, but, but I am glad we're keeping Daily Thunder. But yes. it, it is kind of some fun behind the scenes stuff of what this could have been. That's right. But it's, it's, what it's two not. geeks and some gack, you know? That's right. <laughs> well, let's just be praying for this generation. Amen. And in, you know, if you're in this generation, uh, and again, I don't even think this just applies to men. This does apply to women. Amen. Right? We are called to be strong yeah. in the Lord and to rise up and do manful things, which Amen. is probably awkward for women. But Well, how, what do you think about us guys hearing that we're the bride of Christ? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's the same thing. The gender illustration and symbol in Scripture is teaching us something, and it's teaching us the relationship between Christ and his bride. And it's beautiful. It's wonderful. And we need to fulfill the role that God has assigned us. That's good. Well, Eric, I thoroughly love this times uh, with you. So looking forward to next Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> The whole geeks and gax things is sort of throwing me off. <laughs> so we'll see you next time. So am I. I'm looking forward to it too. <laughs> 
Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is streamed daily, Monday through Friday, from our studio in Windsor, Colorado. And our weekend church service is delivered live and streamed at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Join us at live.ellersley.com. Note that our live weekday in-person version of Daily Thunder is scheduled to resume this upcoming June in conjunction with our training season. Learn more at ellersley.com. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.